in the know for Wednesday, December 9, the 344th day of 2020. There are 22 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. Vaccines for COVID-19 could be deployed in the United States before the weekend, just a matter of time, as the uh, FDA will meet tomorrow. We'll give you the latest COVID-19 totals here in the Commonwealth and uh, in Grayson County, and we'll play a round of You Pick Trivia trying to keep your noggin sharp. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The No. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Welcome back. Thank you. Um, we've been there. Have been a lot of changes in 2020 due to the pandemic, and I know that you have a soft spot in your heart for farmers. Being Absolutely. the daughter, being daughter of a farmer, uh, I bet someone that's been overlooked this year is the mistletoe farmer. Oh, like there's no no one's buying any mistletoe this year because there's no place to hide and hang the mistletoe unless it's somebody that's already in your own house because we're not, you know, we're not out um, visiting other people. So I guess yeah. we'll have an abundance of mistletoe next year for next year's crop. Yes. Yeah, I like it. Or just go out of your way to buy some mistletoe to support the <laughs> mistletoe farmers. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. hey. How's Misty? Doing well. How are you? Doing well. Happy Wednesday to Thank you. Thank Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to uh, both of you. Did you get into any of your Gone in a Day cookies yesterday? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I hung on until about 930, and then it was it was bad about 930. Yeah. They're on because I fast from like 4 o'clock in the afternoon on most days mm-hmm. uh, for diet reasons. I put them on the little cocoa. Like I have this little turntable with I have this cocoa set up. They were physically calling. I could hear it audible this morning, calling my name. I didn't dare leave them out in a public location where they could be stumbled upon by others. I have them safely secured away. There's nobody else in my house but a cat and a teenager. Well, he's not a teenager anymore, but he... he not, he doesn't pay attention. But, the, but that cat's pretty. Well, it's because of the gift packaging. If I left it in certain mm-hmm. areas, oh, a gift. Mm-hmm. That's not a communal mm-hmm. gift. I worked hard for that. Not for you. That's I had, right. I had, That's to, right. I had to sit next to Dennis for an extended number of hours. Yeah. In order to earn those cookies. <laughs> the We did celebrate with you yesterday the lady who was the first uh, Great Britain to receive the COVID 19 vaccine yesterday. Uh, her name was, uh, I shared it with you. She's 90 years of age, Margaret mm-hmm. Keenan. Mm-hmm. The second Britain. To be vaccinated yesterday was named William Shakespeare. I kid you not. I love this more than anybody could ever know. <laughs> yeah. William Shakespeare was the second Briton to be vaccinated yesterday. And then there is a uh, – it's gone viral. I'm going to encourage you to look it up on your own because you'll want to see it and be able to enjoy it. But CNN did an interview with a guy um, relating to a guy who's become an international superstar since yesterday. He's 91 years of age, and he's called – his name is Martin Kenyon. He's being referred to as the most British man ever. Why? So they did an interview with him. 
him. He said, I rang up Guy's Hospital, which I know very well because imagine the British accent. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've lived in London most of my grown up life. And he goes through his phone call he had with them. And then he said he went down to the hospital and he was late. He was mad because he couldn't find a parking space. He had a very nasty lunch in the cafeteria of the, mm-hmm. of the hospital. Mm-hmm. And so he just goes through his experience in getting his COVID-19 vaccination. But then after he got the, after he got the, I said, well, how did you feel after you got the vaccination? And he said, well, there's no point in dying now. <laughs> That's what he, I mean, it's a very stiff upper lip, you know, yeah, Bri- yeah, yeah, British yeah, yeah. type of, yes. well, there's no point in dying now. Like, as you know, I just finished The Crown two nights ago, and I, I was kind of sad. And really, I'm all caught up. I know, right? I need more Crown. Okay, but have you watched? No, Diana. And no, her, okay, you've no, got to go no. watch that now, and then we can have some real. Listen, I went from here. highs of highs to lows of lows. I went from finishing The Crown two nights ago mm-hmm. to watching Hillbilly Elegy last night. I'm not oh, even you, gonna start oh. that. I didn't know that you did that. I got halfway through. I got bored. I was like, really? How do you feel today? So I've not started it, yeah, but I have it downloaded. We'll talk about it later. It's all, all right. right. Uh, sunshine returns as the warm-up begins. We'll warm up uh, into the 60s by Friday. Might trick the 60-degree mark today, just depending upon where you are. But we'll see a cold front increasing in rain chances for the weekend. Uh, breezy and mild today, 57 is the high. Partly cloudy, 34 tonight, so not below freezing. And partly cloudy and 64 tomorrow. Then look for a repeat of that on Friday. I think the temperature is going to be nice come Friday. Governor Bashir reported yesterday over 3,100 new COVID cases. Over the trailing 24 hours at 3,114, brings our state total to 205,000 and some change. 20 new coronavirus-related deaths. The um, That brought us to 2,102 in total. The positivity rate for seven days at 9.56%. Hospitalizations increased by 60 patients to 1,760. Since March, uh, 10,840 people have been hospitalized due to COVID-19 complications and 3 million tests performed. Governor Bashir spent some time yesterday about the hospitalization aspect. And it's while COVID cases, while the cases are down, it's going to be a while before the recoil catches up to where hospitalizations go down. If you follow the journey of this virus, so from the point of contact, mm-hmm. Somewhere in that 10 to 12-day range, you know, the CDC first said 14 days, and then they said, well, if you've been in contact, you need to, you can cut your quarantine down to 10 days in some cases. So there's somewhere in the 8, 9, 10, all the way maybe up to 12-day range that you're vulnerable or you could potentially start to show symptoms. Then once you start to show symptoms, let's say you're on the long end, I'll guess it takes you 48 hours to get sick to the point where you go, I've got to go to the hospital. And then if you get on a ventilator, your chances of mortality go way, way high if you ever end up on a vent. And then your, your age then changes your percentage on your, on your likelihood. But what the governor is saying is that we saw this ramp up in cases over the last two to three weeks leading up to Thanksgiving and through. And so it's the trailing, 10, 
to 12 to 14 days then to where we'll see positivity cases or, or that leads to the hospitalizations. And he's saying that if you if you surge hospitalizations all at once, then we're going to tax the healthcare system. And he says that the sheer number of cases results in a certain percentage being hospitalized. So when your case number goes up, you'll know that same percentage of hospitalization is going to follow. He says the more people who need hospitalization, the fewer beds there are out there, the staff gets stretched thin, and if we go over our hospital capacity, then New York, Texas, Florida, Arizona all teach us that we lost more people. So think of it this way. I, I know there are some people who think that nurses and front care line workers, they just go from room to room checking vitals. Right. There are some people that have that that though. Well, they just they just kind of kind of float around the hospital and they've got a chart in their hands and they come back. That's not what healthcare. The more people who need care, the more people providing care you need. And when you stretch too many people too thinly, they don't get the care that you need, and the fatality rate goes up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just that's just simple simple logic. They also go on to point out too that when you spread your staff too thinly then it's not the COVID-19 patients that are the only ones that suffer, but heart attack patients suffer as a result because your staff's busy doing other things. So they're really worried over the next few days on the hospitalization figure. They're sort of teeter-tottering. Mm-hmm. But now that the cases are going down, they were down Monday, they were down yesterday, they were down, uh, they were down Tuesday, then we'll get into a better spot. But it's going to be a few weeks away before... I think people start to breathe somewhat of a sigh of a relief from a hospitalization standpoint, right as vaccines are on the way. I, I would imagine, I'll bet, I'll bet there are people in Grayson County that get the vaccine that are in healthcare on Friday. I can agree with that. It's already deployed. It's in. I hope so. Yeah, it's already it's already in regional facilities. Mm-hmm. It's just waiting for the FDA to say go. I still would like to ask Margaret if she would put her arm on a live feed camera for us. The lady who got the first vaccine. Yeah. I just you Margaret know, Keenan. Let's let's just watch your arm for. You know. Well, I mean, we do that with like nesting con- California condors, like yeah, when they yeah, yeah, yeah. when they guard their nests and uh-huh. eagles and things. Uh-huh. So you want a Margaret cam? Yeah, I want a Margaret. Just a Margaret arm cam. All just right. injection site. Good. Good. You know? I, I if it see, rots off, we need to know this firsthand. I don't see why we can't do that? Yeah, I would like. Not just the injection side. I no, would, I would like all of it. But I'm saying if she doesn't want to, you know, then just injections. Can we just work. put a periscope on her? Can she just live tweet? Or can she, you know, once an hour, feeling pretty good. Yeah. yeah or whatever. Yeah, or, but we don't want that British guy. We don't. We don't want that other guy. There's no sense in that. Well, I, I kind of do. Every now and then, I like a snarky, cantankerous sort to make me feel good about myself. <laughs> Maybe. You know, I'm like, oh, health check for me. Look at me. When Maybe. I thought I was too salty. <laughs> <laughs> he comes along, and I'm like, oh, I'm a bed of roses over here. <laughs> 44 new COVID cases in Grayson County uh, as of yesterday from the last report on Friday. Nearly 50% of Grayson County's total cases have been diagnosed since November 1st. Uh, 12 patients are, per- are currently hospitalized, according to Josh Embry, the uh, director of the Grayson County Health Department. Uh, that's uh, since November 1st, 565 cases have been um the county has recorded 486 of the cases of the virus, just over 13 a day. So 586 before, and now we're up to just in one month. Uh, and a reminder that the Grayson County Health Department is offering 
uh, free testing for those who are uninsured by appointment, and only one test allowed per appointment. Two seven zero two five nine thirty one forty one. Now, from the fourteenth through the eighteenth, they're offering free rapid tests for anyone, even insured. Oh yeah. Yep. It, this is an attempt to try to get as many people tested as possible right before Christmas, in case you're asymptomatic and mm-hmm. carrying the virus. Yep. You'll know that before you go into your holidays. I did notice we rolled over three million tests now conducted in Kentucky since yeah. uh, since, since mid March. Yes, yeah, so, some of you are winning going back for extra portions. Yeah. Uh, I still. I, I I realize you may get tired of me talking about this, but this family from Louisville that lost these kids in Panama City Beach I still just won't escape me. Yeah. Um, and they're in the news again today because the mom um, says that they are devastated but grateful to the first responders who worked this accident. Wow. Lauren and Matt Kirsch... Uh, Kirschkisner, this is the first time uh, I'm learning their names in the last um, few hours, were visiting there from Louisville when their children were killed on Friday. And charges are pending as the crash remains under investigation. Their four-year-old son died at the scene. His six-year-old sister, Addie, was pronounced dead at the hospital. They are awaiting for the ME's office to return the children to Louisville so um, to release so they can go home to Louisville. The mom said the outpouring of love and support has been overwhelming, and she listed uh, different departments of first responders. She said, we're having a terrible time, but I'm sure anyone who had to work that accident is having a terrible time. The couple has arranged to have meals sent to the first responders at various agencies, calling them heroes. Unfortunately, I'm sure there are people within the sound uh, or within uh, eyesight of us that have had the misfortune and dealt with the tragedy of losing a child. Um, and it is uh, it's painful to see someone else go through that. I have no idea what it must feel like to go through it yourself. But the grace and the poise that you see from someone like Lauren is staggering to me. Yeah. Because I can only imagine what she feels like. Uh, to have experienced that loss not just once, but twice from the highs of high, being you know in a great location, playing miniature golf with your family, and then some idiot comes through and crashes his truck into the middle of this miniature golf course, not the side of it, not around the edges, the middle of it, and then you have the poise and the grace to say, I'm sure that anyone who had to work this scene is is feeling hurt and pain. And I'm sure there's a level of shock that parents that are in that situation feel. There is a, um, you don't quite know what to do or how, how to wrap your mind around it, but just to have the composure to be able to say that, to send meals, yeah. to say thank you for your care of our incident when we've lost two children it just it it leaves an impression on me that I just it's almost impossible for me to uh, describe, and it just kind of reaffirms the the scripture of lean not on your own understanding, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just I, I just continue to feel bad. No, for that's them. what I was going to say. They must be people of great faith. You would great faith. It s- sounds like Jesus to me. Yeah. 
you know. Um, and not that they're acting like Jesus, but more that they're trusting in their that's faith. That's exactly right. I'm hear, you're and hearing that shining through. that that's people right. of great faith have to say, I want to ensure that everyone in this situation is well. I mean, it would have to be impossible. I, I get a, an example. You know, uh, the Burgess family have been part of our family for a long time. And when they lost their child in their swimming pool, uh, it's, you know, it's closing in on. Uh, it's been 15, you know, 17, 18 years ago when that happened. Um, it's been a long time. Um, I think it happened probably. No, it's probably, two, it's probably 2007. 2007, something yeah. in that range. But to just to see that experience, to have a front row seat to that and the way that they walked through that and where they got to. And then you see kind of like this family from Louisville and you just, it kind of gives you Heaven forbid, if you were ever to find yourself in this situation, there are a couple of examples out there that go, I just hope that I could be like them, you yeah. know, if I were, if I found myself the in that situation. The scripture I am brought to immediately is, he'll give you a peace that passeth all understanding. We don't understand the peace that they have, but it is a supernatural gifting that yeah. has been given to them. There's something a little easier and happier to talk about. Um, there is an Adopt a Highway art contest open for students between ages 5 and 18. It's the 20th annual Adopt a Highway art contest, and it is sponsored by the Kentucky Transportation Cabinet. And this year's theme, according to the governor's office and the Transportation Cabinet, is Adopt a Highway for a Litter Free Kentucky. Okay, so I'm going to make one myself, but it's going to be me tearing down billboards. <laughs> is that litter? Yeah, it it's, is litter. it's eye litter. Yes. Yeah, you threw your you threw your garbage <laughs> you threw your into, my, into in the my wrong way. place. It goes in Georgia. <laughs> uh, there is a five to eight year old uh, category, a nine to eleven year old category, a twelve to fifteen, and a fifteen to eighteen. I love this theme because I hate litter. I hate it. It makes me so angry. Listen, I'm not going to call you out by name. No one can see you, okay? But if you're a litter bug, Uh, uh, all right, I would just encourage you. You know, it's a time of year that we we try to encourage one Mm -hmm. another. Again, I'm not going to single you out. I'm not pointing my finger at you. But if you are a litter bug, would you just do me a favor and stop and ask yourself why? What is it that inside a person that thinks this piece of garbage would be better off in someone's yard? I don't think that's what they think. I think if they really get to the root of it, they're going to find a very selfish, self-centered attitude that I can do whatever I want. It's somebody else can pick up after me. And then it's lazy. It's, it's coupled with laziness. I don't want to go and walk and put it in the garbage can. I'd rather throw it out my window and let somebody else have to come along and clean it up. Yeah, I agree with the laziness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or the old. Or the old. I'll just throw it in my truck bed, and then what happens to it from oh, there? That's yeah. just that's just the universe Listen, deciding morning, what's going to happen. I was pulling out of where I'd stopped to get a Diet Coke, and I was pulling the hair off of my had hair on me, and I was dropping it out the window, and I thought, Lord, somebody's going to think I'm littering. Biodegradable. It's biodegradable. <laughs> like hair can go outside. B- b- birds are nesting with that. 
I always told my kids, you can only throw it out if a bird can, can eat it and not die from it. That's right. And this video is warming hearts. Uh, the opposite of a litter bug, this person picking up litter. His name is Tyler Lilly. He works for the Rumpke Waste and Recycling Team in Mount Washington, Kentucky. And he uh, has been dressing up. You know, some people bake cookies and yeah, some yeah, people yeah, decorate yeah. the tree. Oh. But he's riding the garbage truck dressed as Santa. Oh. And he is out waving and taking pictures with people. Socially distanced pictures, mind you. I need to talk to my good but, friend Harold. Yeah, I mean, so yes. I, just that's a, you know, mm-hmm. everyone does it just a little bit differently. And he That's has fun. found a unique way to inspire people and make them feel better this uh, this Christmas season. So, uh, well done. I like well, it. Yeah. Well done, Tyler. My, my friend Micah. I just I have a Grinch costume for Harold or Micah, whichever one gets there first. Oh yeah, that would be good. That too. would be so much Later fun. Later on the show, I've got a, I've got a story on why the Grinch is the best. Yeah. We're going to okay. talk about it later. Why the Grinch is the best. That's all coming up. You're on in the know. Today is pastry day. Yum. Donuts don't count as pastries, do they? Pastries are different. Yeah. It's also National Llama Day today. Or in Mexico, it's Yama. Yama. Yama Day. I like Yama better. Um, <laughs> yeah, y- uh, yamas or llamas are sort of like uh, alpacas or, yeah. you know, they can, they can be all right. And today is Christmas card day today. I need to send out Christmas cards, and I've not done that. So we had the uh, so the Buckles 2020 Christmas card project uh, is happening. It is on. Uh, the reason that today is Christmas card day is because it commemorates the first commercial Christmas card commissioned by Sir Henry Cole in London. This date in 1843, London, England, not London, Kentucky. Just oh. to be just to be clear, it featured an illustration by John Calcott Horsley. And I think the first customer to buy it was great, 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 great granddad Cuthbert. <laughs> I do I, I love don't Cuthbert. Know. I don't. No. I do love that. No. Um, mm-hmm. So um, we debated. So do we? You know, first we don't have any group photos of the family from 2020 because, well, the few times that we've actually all been together, this no one was feeling photogenic. Happens a lot at our house. Right. And so I said, well, I mean, we have a pretty good tradition. Uh, you may recall, Misty, in 2019, you got your Christmas card from us on Valentine's Day. Oh, we did. Yeah, it was uh, nice. But we got more comments that year than well, – so you got it in you got it in February of 2020. So right before the pandemic, mm-hmm. our Christmas card apparently caused the pandemic because it didn't arrive until uh, – uh, Valentine's I, I Day. I think it's definitely a strategy to use if you want to stand out. You didn't get yeah. lost in the mix of all the other Christmas mm-hmm. cards, that's for sure. Didn't get caught really up in the noise. Noise, noise, noise. All the photos, the details of it, because it was the only one I had so far this year. That's right. And there was a little note in there that explained. And what had happened mm-hmm. is that it, um, uh, so we used Shutterfly, mm-hmm. and the Shutterfly shipped them via UPS, and they f- I, I could track them to Lexington. To a warehouse in Lexington where they sat for a month. And we say, well, 
As a matter of fact, Shutterfly comped us for them. So here's your money back. And then they finally showed up. I kid you not, the end of January, like out of the blue. So we just put a little note in there and said, here's the reason that they're late. But they, as you mentioned, are were very memorable. Happened. Somebody at the Kmart found them and considered using them for all their MP that's, frames. That's you know was. how they like to put photos in there? That's clearly. It was, yeah, you know, what? Good and, for yeah, those frames. Yeah. Now, apparently you were beat out by another family because they went ahead and sent them on. But you well, were in the running, we it do know. Like. We do know Shutterfly can mix up orders. We've seen that uh We've seen that happen. Did you ever meet the family that you got on your birthday? No, but I'm going to go live with them. If I ever get mad at the one I'm with, I'm going to I'm <laughs> you gonna have go, options. Gonna live with them. I don't know who they are. But I need an option family. Anybody yeah. want to be my option family? Uh, so here are the holiday. Here are the do's and don'ts of the holiday cards for 2020. Okay. Because it might be, you, you might want to give it a little bit of consideration before you just go all gangbusters. Uh, I think. Uh, experts say, I think this is not a year to send a card that might be construed as a brag card or even a humble brag card. They also say add an expression of gratitude or acknowledgement, then it's been a tough year. Check. We did that with ours. Uh, include life updates rather than material accomplishments. Check. We did that. And if you use a photo, make sure your backdrop is modest. Right, yeah, no no Eiffel Tower in the background. Like, yeah. the rest of you all were stuck at home, but look, I went to Paris. Yeah. You know, that's probably not. So I shouldn't eat caviar and do a lot of... Yeah, you shouldn't be wearing your I Heart Beluga shirt, you know. I hate caviar. Yeah, I wouldn't eat caviar either. Well, I no, that's not true. I have eaten it. I've eaten it on sushi. Oh, I've eaten it, and but, I've never forgiven myself. But I don't, I don't walk into a joint going, bring on the caviar. It's not yeah. what I'm... Gonna do, uh, and then here's this how-to guide: how to decorate like Clark Griswold without breaking the bank or your leg. <laughs> I was gonna say, well. is it the bank we're worried about? <laughs> so for the first time this week, I had a real, a real th- not the first time, but I've had a throwback. But I'll tell you why it's the first time. Uh, earlier this week, my uh, dad was finishing up some decorations. And a ladder, I knew a ladder was going to be involved, and I thought, I'm a heel if I don't offer to go spot and hold the ladder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, because it's not short ladder. It's not a step ladder. It's a big ladder. Oh. So I said, be happy to come help. And so he says, we'll be happy to have your help. So Yeah, but you just told him you really didn't want to come. But no, go on, go on. No, that's not true. No, <laughs> no, I looked at the situation and said... Well, if I don't help, who who will? Okay, so okay, I good. need to get it together okay. and protecting right. Mama Tita, right? And, and, and make, oh, for sure. And make and make the offer. So, um, but I can't. I, but I would be lying if I said there weren't a moment that I felt like Russ Griswold, because here I am on the ground holding this ladder, and my dad is up at the top of the ladder mm-hmm. doing the work. Mm-hmm. So when I got there, I pulled in. I said, "Do you have your stapler?" Because I want to see him staple his shirt sleeve to the guttering, you know, or the soffit or whatever. But so I just had that imagery of. Yeah, please do. It had a throwback to, I thought it was, I felt a little bit like Ralphie holding the lug nuts in Uh the hubcap, Uh you know, Uh uh, but there was no fudge said or anything like that. (laughs) There was no, no soap eaten. No, no, no life. Mama boy. T didn't have to take you and put Mm-mm. soap in your mouth. That's good. Uh, but here are some here are some guides for decorating. Uh, follow the rule of three. This is about lighting. No more than three strands of lights on one extension cord. 
Okay. I do agree with that a little bit. I think that's yeah. all you can plug in is three. Well, it depends on your extension cord. Can cause over... <laughs> no, the, the consecutive. Don't oh, daisy chain. Oh, Don't daisy oh, chain more than yeah, three strands into one. It can cause yeah. overheating and potentially house fires. Uh, two, pay attention to your extension cord. Yeah, good idea. Extension cords can overheat. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't use a metal ladder. Happy to report that um, Clark and Russ's project on Monday involved a fiberglass ladder. Okay. Happy to report that. Uh, repurpose a painter's pole. Hey, mm-hmm. hats off to Dennis Buckles because after our project, he said, I've got it from here because I have a pole that I can use that has extensions. And then I get up there in that spot and I hang the wreath. And I thought, solid work. Uh-huh. And he said, it's also easier at the end of the year when you take the wreath down because you just do the hook and then the wreath slides down the pole. He said, it only took me three years to figure that out. <laughs> that was better than four. I'm like, what? <laughs> 15, at least 15 years later, you're well, not here still trying to figure yeah. that. That's exactly yeah. right. Uh, use the right lights. Plan before you purchase. Set up a, t- a timer. This is a game changer. So I changed 20 batteries last night because all of our new lights, we have new wreaths with lights. Mm -hmm. They run on a timer, but they take AA batteries. Well, I realized that after about 64 hours of usage, the batteries were failing. Like, well, that is a lot of hours. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but, but they're set on a timer and at, and even our Christmas tree is on a timer. So it comes because... The lazy people that we are, the tree was staying on around the clock because no one could walk over and literally with their foot press the button to turn it off. That's a lot. I understand. That's it's way, a lot to ask It's way over much. at the other end of the room. <laughs> oh, so much. Stop with the child labor. So now we have... It's on. It's on a timer, okay, good, and good. it's. I think it's. It's going to help. It's going to preserve energy. Saved your house. Huh? It's right. It says use LED lights and maintain your lights. So we're using LED lights now. I think LED. I think. Well, except for your Christmas village, I think everything is a hundred percent LED. Yeah, our trees stay on all the time because where I finally find a place to plug the cord in, and then it gets tucked up under stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not crawling every day and night, but get it on him. and off. And so. there's no button to push. Um, I found, uh, I think it was mom and dad that got uh, me a smart plug okay. a year ago that hadn't been used much, but I used it earlier in the year for a new lamp and love it. Mm-hmm. And so, but once I realized that, oh, I, these can be operated with the timer, then I bought more. So they're $11 each and they'll... Save okay. all kinds of time and energy and effort well, send me a over over the light. Let they're me like it's the right super, one. super super easy. Triple uh, A. So we talked about Christmas cards. We talked about decorating do's and don'ts, and now driving do's and don'ts. The Triple A is issuing safe uh, driving uh, tips for out viewing holiday displays. Well, you know, there's a lot of places that you can't go, so a lot of people are saying, "Well, we can get in the car and go out and see all the light decorating that people like mm-hmm. me are doing." Mm-hmm. And one, watch for pedestrians. Two, remain seated and buckled, even while parked on the roadside. Pull over if you need to program your navigation system, check a map, take pictures, or do anything that will take your attention off the uh, task of driving. You can delegate those tasks to a passenger if you need. Do not come to a complete stop in a traffic lane. Oh, yeah. Whether it's at Disney World or wherever, Mm -hmm. the people that are walking, Mm -hmm. and then we'll just stop in the middle and look. Like, get out of the road. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Pull over. Yes, pull over. And then let the rest of the people go through. And if you visit a drive through event and are asked to turn off your headlights, remember to turn them back on when you exit. That's the other thing about modern cars. You really can't right. turn your lights all the way off. Any, I mean, you can, you can, you can turn them off, turn but the you still have those daytime later. driving lights that stay on, well, don't they? I mean, there are a lot of vehicles that Just the lights the, are always on. Your tail lights and your side security lights should stay on. IKEA is announcing that they are discontinuing their annual catalog, so they finally got with the rest of the world. They have a catalog? Yeah, I, catalogs are pretty much gone. Um, Listen, IKEA is like Hotel California. You can't get out of there. And they, you know they even have a cafe It's so big? Yes. Report Trump, Apple. No. Apple is announcing their new AirPods Max. It's uh, oh. noise-canceling headphones. They're $549. A ah. cu- couple of designs here. Uh, longer battery life. But this will this would help in our case. Okay. The ear pads okay. are connected by magnet. Oh. Easier to change when you need to change them. Yeah. Like on your Bose QCs that I've oh. had to change, they're a little bit more delicate to get in there and swap them out, and they click together. But these are just magnets. Okay. Uh, I have AirPod Pros that I that I like a lot. Um, Mister, do you have the the mm-hmm. AirPods? Mm-hmm. Do you like them? I do. I find that they're convenient. I ran into this situation mm-hmm. yesterday, and so tell me if you do this or not. When you get a phone call, do you sometimes have to tell someone to hang on while you put your like I don't keep them like they're in my pocket, but if I'm going to have a call that I need my hands free, I right. say hang on while I put my AirPods in. Right. right. So I get them out of my pocket and I put them in. Well, I was talking to a friend at Bluegrass Cellular yesterday and said, you mean your ear teeth? And I said, what? So that's what we call them. Because, you know, the old thing, uh, hang on, let me get my teeth in, my teeth uh, in before yeah. you do something. Yeah. So these AirPods are called ear teeth. You got to get your funny. ear teeth in before you can have the rest of your phone call. And I thought, that's brilliant. Wish I, I have thought of it, that. but yeah. But now you will. Now I will. You got, hey, take your ear teeth out so I can talk to you for a minute. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. You pick trivia coming up here on In the Know. Did you know? Cotton swabs cause more injuries than razor blades. Yeah, because I think more people are handling cotton swabs than razor blades on a regular basis. I think that's likely as well. I think you also treat razor blades with kid gloves. Like yeah. you, you know, hey, stay away from those or be careful. Mm-hmm. But but it did make me wonder, how do cotton swabs... Have you ever been injured with a cotton swab? Every time I try one. Well, <laughs> always. I'm too aggressive. Yeah, there are Way lots of people that... Yeah, they injure their inner ear. Mm-hmm. But that's not the cotton swab causing the injury. Well, I mean, it's that's your it's your weapon of choice. <laughs> it's the tip of the spear. The razor part, blade doesn't there. hurt me either until I pick it up. Well, <laughs> there you go, right? Okay. I, I, I guess that makes I guess that makes sense. I did uh, so when I was holding the ladder for Clark Griswold on Monday. I was holding it, and all of a sudden, I was really not paying a whole lot of... I was doing my job to make sure the ladder didn't move. Right. All right, so don't don't pay any attention to what's going on up there. Your job is to hold the ladder and hold the ladder still. Mm-hmm. 
Got but I'm, so I'm sitting there kind of looking at the ground, and all of a sudden, a cotton swab falls and lands in the landscape rock. And I said, like, is it snowing? It's raining cotton swabs. What, what in the world? Why do they? I thought, does my dad have cotton balls in his ears? <laughs> like, what? why? Did you figure out where it came from? Yes, finally I did. But then okay. I thought, well, he's up there. What if that's his only cotton ball? And you've got to get it back to him. So then do I go up there too or do I wait for him to come down? Mm. Like how how's this going to work? <laughs> come to find out. So he was replacing one of those command strips. Mm-hmm. So he knew he had to prep the glass. Yeah. So he needed he needed a cotton swab with the alcohol stick. Mm-hmm. And I thought, son, yeah, this is this okay. is clearly not his first rodeo. <laughs> At all you of this. So much. But I did not expect to see a cotton ball fly through the air and land on the ground. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just didn't, I don't know what I expected, but it was not that. Let's play you pick trivia. Keep your mental acuity top notch. Going to give you three different questions with four different choices for each question. And you can prove whether or not you know what's what. You all look scared. Are you scared? No. All right. Question number one. You can play along in the comments section if you like. If you get all three answers correct, you win Peace on Earth. You just have to go find it. There'll be some. Put on the audience today. There'll be. Well, there'll be some somewhere. I'm just not saying. Not all at once. It might not be in your backyard, but you're happy (laughs) to go find it. Uh, You pick trivia. Question number one. Which runs. On about 20 watts of power, about the same as the light bulb in your refrigerator. Which runs on about 20 watts of power, about the same as the light bulb in your refrigerator? Is it A, your phone, B, your string of Christmas lights, C, your computer, or D, your brain? Is it your phone, your string of Christmas lights, your computer, or your brain? Which runs on about 20 watts of power, about the same as the light bulb in your refrigerator? We overwork our refrigerator light. We tend to leave the door open as we're working. <laughs> Use it to light up your room. Jason is a friend, and apparently that's his trigger and pet peeve. He will walk across the house to shut it while I'm cooking, and I'm like, I wasn't done. Go sit down. <laughs> My refrigerator, I'll leave it open if I want. No. That was a big hit in Mom Papa's house. Don't, don't do that to me. You don't leave the fridge door open. Which runs on about 20 watts of power, about the same as the light bulb in your fridge, your phone, your string of Christmas lights, your computer, or your brain. Misty, you wrote something down very quickly and then mm. laid down your pen, so I'll go to you first. Tree lights. You said tree lights. I think so. Is that your final answer? Yes. All right. Miss Buckles, is it your phone, your string of Christmas lights, your computer, or your brain? Well, I, I think it would be funny if it were brain, but I'm going to go with Christmas lights. You're going with Christmas lights. You yeah. all are incorrect. Mm-hmm. It is Christmas lights. If you said Christmas, I mean, no, it is your brain. Sorry. Oh, wait a minute. It's like, you know, it is your brain. <laughs> It is your brain. It is your brain. I wanted to your say brain. Your brain runs on about 20 watts of power. Okay. But see, okay. I tricked you all because you normally did. the D choice, mm-hmm. normally the D option is the laughable one. And mm-hmm. in this case, it was the laughable one, the but right it, is, the right one. it is true. Okay, here is question number two. In the 19th century, what were the first artificial trees made from? In the 19th century, what were the first artificial trees made from? Artificial Christmas trees. Is it wax, feathers, wood, or polyurethane? 
Was it wax, feathers, wood, or polyurethane? The first artificial Christmas trees in the 18th century, uh, the 19th century, so the 1800s, were made from wax, feathers, wood, or polyurethane. I thought this answer before it was an option. You did? Yeah. All right. We'll see. You all seem to be locked in. Miss Buckles, we'll start with you. Wax, feathers, wood, or polyurethane, the first artificial Christmas trees. I chose wax, but I don't feel solid. Okay, you chose wax. Misty, what did you choose? Feathers. The correct answer is feathers. Horse feathers. Feathers is the correct answer. Well, everybody had feathers around them. Feathers was plentiful. Feather feather bed. That's how you feathered your mattress, Mm -hmm. your... Yeah. Uh, and here's question number three in you pick trivia. Um, 40% of our yearly consumption of which food item occurs between November and January? 40% of our yearly consumption of which food item occurs between November and January? Is it nuts, eggnog, fruitcake, or rum? Is it nuts, eggnog, fruitcake, or rum? <laughs> of our yearly consumption. So all of all that you have the entire year, 40% of it happens November, December. I said turkey. That's not an option. And I had a 10 and 8, so turkey and ham. Nuts, eggnog, fruitcake, and rum. All right, Misty, what did you go with? Uh, Nuts. You went with nuts. Ah, Nuts. Beach, what did you go with? I went with nuts. You went with nuts? Nuts is correct. You all got it right. It is nuts. Misty, I sent you a link yesterday uh, about you love David David Diggs yes, from I Hamilton. Do. He's my favorite. Did you listen to it? I couldn't get it to play. I'm going to have to open it on a different device. He has a new song. It's called Puppy for Hanukkah. Puppy for Hanukkah. It's a new David uh, Diggs Hanukkah song. So there you go. You're hearing it. So if you're celebrating Hanukkah, get after it. We're going to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here from In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. They say it's better to give than receive. But doesn't it depend on the gift? Maybe. (laughs) I mean, if I'm giving you a can of nuts and you're giving me a Corvette, it was better for me to give, obviously, right? What's that new commercial that's on TV where she gets him a really heartfelt gift and he got her a phone charger? And so it, it charges our relationship for <laughs> you know, some. It. Yeah, it's, it's kind of funny. I've not seen it either. Yeah, uh, but uh, it kind of depends on the gift. I mean, yes, I love the spirit of giving, but if you. <laughs> so here, it's a gift of ten million dollars. I think I'd rather receive that than give that. I just sure. I'm just. I'm, I'm just saying it's just me. I mean, unless you're giving it to yourself. Right. A um, couple of things that I don't want to get lost because I won't remember to bring them back tomorrow. Uh, in your free time. After the show on uh, Twitter, uh, look up the queen of quizzes, but it's a celebrity chef, Nigella Lawson, and she has the most unique pronunciation of microwave that you'll ever see. She says, microwave. 
Microwave. Microwave. Rico oh, Suave. Right? You need to you, okay, you need to look this up. Also on Instagram, uh, to commemorate the 30th anniversary of Home Alone coming out in 1990, this is an Instagram video of a gingerbread house. Oh, This is an actual gingerbread house. With at, uh, all the way down to the OK plumbing and heating van Love it. that uh, Joe no Pesci way. and Daniel yeah. Stern use. So good. Yeah. That's awesome. So it's, uh, it's very, very, very detailed. Nice. Uh, also, I read some good news this morning that fewer people are smoking. Smoking rates have gone from 40% of the population to just 14% wow. of the Impressive. population. So that's good news. And uh, on television tonight, I can see your voice on Fox, the great Christmas light fight. On the CW, the greatest holiday commercials, Countdown of 2020. And on NBC, the Broadway musical, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical. I, I, mm -mm. It's been done to perfection. Leave it alone. It doesn't need to be. No one else needs to. Um, I would submit as uh, into evidence. When we went to see A Christmas Story, the musical oh, in Louisville. We left at the intermission. Mm. So um, I don't think we need Matthew Morrison playing the Grinch uh, in a Broadway style to improve upon either the classic animated version mm -hmm. or the Jim Carrey version mm -hmm. because the Grinch is awesome. And I don't need you messing up the Grinch. Uh, gr the Grinch, here's some things we know about the Grinch that make him awesome. He has the most sturdy sled known to man. Yes. Do you know anyone who has a sturdier sled? Maybe the one at the light up Litchfield Park, but in question. The Grinch basically walks around naked and no one seems to notice or care. Yeah, that's very interesting. In fact, he has to put on clothes mm -hmm. to go visit Whoville. Ooh, ah. Yeah, they that's have different it. standards I'm not there. Going. Baby Grinch is almost as cute as Baby Yoda. Oh, most. Look at that. They're cousins now. That's it. He does get Whoville to stop singing that song for a while. Yeah. I've never seen anyone anywhere with better facial expressions than the Grinch. And you've worked with me all these years. That's saying a lot. That's We're just trying to live up to the Grinch standards. Yeah, it's really good. He helps you take down your Christmas decorations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to need that in January. Yes. And he's so full of hate, he should be on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, he fits He fits right in with Twitter. Is he British? Have we done a 23andMe on the Grinch? He could be. He could be that guy, that he British guy's. Uh, today's highlight in history, this date in 2000, the U.S. Supreme Court ordered a temporary halt in Florida's vote count on which Al Gore pinned his hopes of winning the White House. Mm, didn't happen. Did, did, didn't happen. Uh, Thunderball, the James Bond film, was at its world premiere in Tokyo, this date in 1965. The Petrified Forest in Arizona was designated a national park this date in 1962. I've been there. I mean, I, it's probably 1981 when I was there, but or maybe no, it was earlier than that. Probably the late 70s that I was there, but I was there. Uh, NASA's Curiosity rover uncovered signs of ancient freshwater on Mars this date in 2013. Birthdays today, Dame Judy Dench is 86. John Malkovich is 67. Donnie Osmond is 63. Felicity Huffman is 58. Jesse Metcalf is 42. And Simon Helberg is 40 today. Howard Wallowitz. Mm. Howard. 
best belt display ever. <laughs> he does have a strong belt game, without he a doubt. Does. Gone but not forgotten. John Milton, born this date in 1608. Margaret Hamilton in 1902. Margaret Hamilton played the Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, okay. On uh, Wizard of Oz. And Mrs. whatever the... The lady that came in to steal Toto in the beginning. Uh, Kirk Ooh. Douglas was born this day in 1916. Red Fox in 1922. Dick Van Patten in 1928. Chart toppers. Let's go to... Oh, have you ever been down to Haiti when the 1953. This is Mitchell Torah. Song is called Caribbean or Caribbean. However you choose to pronounce it. I knew it was going to be Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it fit the song. He may say Caribbean if you change the rhythm. Yeah, it, it actually, I, 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 it depends upon where I am or what I'm referring to yeah, on which too. one I say. Yeah. I'll say uh, they're interchangeable for they're me. Right um, and it's, but I don't know which one is fancier. The yeah. Yeah. 1962, Hank Snow was number one. Yeah. Millwood, Blackrock, we should write a song of all the places we know. Do stop's got to be in there. I mean, the I sign so, says. Do I was stop. working my way west. <laughs> do stop here. But really, a couple times I felt more like it was don't stop down there. They saw me coming. I was like, I just keep on going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, they threw up the, the N&T. <laughs> keep on trucking to Beaver Dam, please. Yes, and Angel, good morning. 1971. Charlie Pride. Yes, and Angel, good morning. And love her like the devil when you get back home. Oh. I love a good wording around. Yes, yeah, 12-year-old <laughs> me just loved that song. All right. Yeah, get in there. <laughs> you know, it's yep. the rare occasion. It's like telling a dog shut up. Yep. You know, when you can work the devil into a song there. Yep. Come, come on. Yep. It's in the song. Tis ass in the Bible. <laughs> you know, that's that whole, that whole routine. Leo Sayer, more than I can say, in 1980. Can we read from King James Version, please, the Christmas story? Yes. Uh, <laughs> I want to read it, please. Alanis Morissette, thank you, in 1998. Apologize, Timberland, in 07. And the Chainsmokers with Closer, number one, four years ago today. All right. NBC Pearl of Wisdom for today. I'm cutting in on KSR's time today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. If you get tired, learn to rest, not to quit. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Misty Thomas, for B, I'm MB, and now you